You are listening to LDS and Loving Life, episode number 49, Tips for Thinking Celestial. Are you a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints and sometimes feel overburdened, discouraged, and generally not as happy as you'd like to be? If so, welcome. I'm Jordana Thiessen. I am a lifelong member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints and a certified life coach. I am here to help you use the gospel in the way that I believe it is meant to be used, to bring you joy. Let go of limiting beliefs that bring you down, and welcome empowering beliefs that lift you up. I'm so excited you're here. Hello again, everyone. Welcome to today's podcast, and thank you for joining in I am really excited about this topic and I am really hoping that it is going to help a lot of people to experience more joy and fulfillment in living um, the counsel from the prophet. In the October 2023 General Conference, President Nelson gave his talk entitled Think Celestial. I loved that talk, and I thought it had so many incredible things that helped me feel inspired to think celestial and generally to become an even better person. However, a short time later, while looking through one of the Facebook groups I belong to, one person expressed a lot of really heavy thoughts and feelings about President Nelson's talk. She was experiencing what sounded like a lot of heartache, confusion, and despair She expressed that her husband is not a member of the church, has no interest in joining the church, and so obviously this means that she is not sealed to her husband. Essentially, what she shared was saying something along the lines of, since we are not sealed now, there is no hope for me, and so I cannot think celestial. Her experience that she shared has really stayed with me, And I've thought a lot about the many people in the church who are likely experiencing something similar to that woman. Whether it be a marriage that is not sealed, a temple marriage where one spouse has left the church, being unmarried with no prospective marriage, someone in the grips of addiction or who has a loved one experiencing addictions, people who feel unwelcome at church, whether because of sexual orientation bullying, or a lack of feeling like people are reaching out a hand of friendship to them, or people who are experiencing relentless difficulty after difficulty of any kind. Really, I think there are so many of us who at different times feel incapable or unwelcome, and, and so thinking celestial can really be quite challenging. And so basically, that's that's what I'm getting at. Thinking celestial is really hard for some members of the church or really hard at different times in our lives. So my purpose today is to hopefully help celestial thinking become more attainable for more people. We have learned that our thoughts create our feelings. We have known this for a long time but we have a greater understanding of that now and can express it more clearly. The invitation to think celestial is an invitation to change our thoughts. And I love this because our thoughts are exactly the right place to begin our change. It's not adding new things to do and it's not taking away things. Those are steps and they are important steps, 
but on their own, they do not create the change. Change comes as we change our thought patterns and beliefs. So kind of an example of this is if you have a broken leg, we treat it by putting a cast on your leg, right? To hold the bone still in place. And the reason why we do that is so that the bone can heal. However, and so that's like addressing our thoughts, recognizing our thoughts and um, discovering what thoughts are creating painful experiences for us where they don't, where we don't need to be experiencing painful um, situations or where it doesn't need to be as hard. However, if that broken leg, if we just treat it with pain medication, the bone is not having the opportunity to heal, never mind healing properly. And so when we just look at our actions and changing our actions, it can be helpful, absolutely, but it's not addressing the root cause of, of the issue. And so that's why the reason why our thoughts are the place to start. Our thoughts create our feelings, and our feelings drive everything in the world, Okay. Um, feelings of greed or hope or joy or excitement or fear, anger, anxiety, sadness, determination, peace, confusion. All of those are emotions that we feel and they drive what we do. Um, the, the purpose of changing our thoughts to think celestial is to be able to change our feelings that then fuel our actions. So Think Celestial can act as the reminder for you to take a look at your thoughts. And this is going to be especially helpful, I mean, at any time, but we're we're more inclined to notice when we're just feeling really overwhelmed or bogged down or confused or uncertain or angry or burnt out. And so when, when you're feeling those hard, heavy emotions... When you can remember this invitation, think celestial, that can be the reminder, oh yeah, what are my thoughts? Where is my focus right now? It's the reminder that you can use to start recognizing where you are currently believing a thought that isn't quite true. And this can and often is a belief that you're holding on to for a particular moment or circumstance. And what I want to point out here is we believe thoughts that aren't quite true. And this is how we use the gospel against ourselves. We take, we take a, um, a principle, but then we twist it just a little bit. And so there's a lot of truth in it, but then we just tweak it. And then it's something that's quite different. But here's an example of a time where we're holding on to a belief for a particular moment or situation. Um, you probably have the belief that you are a child of God. You believe that God is your heavenly father and that he loves you. But perhaps you just made a deliberate choice to do something that you know is wrong. Let's say you chose to watch a movie, knowing there was a nude scene in it. Now you're feeling some guilt or some shame. You recognize the spirit is not with you as strongly. How strongly are you believing that God loves you perfectly right now? How strong is your belief of something like the following? I'm a terrible person. God can't love me as well when I make a wrong choice because I know better. I just can't stop watching movies and shows that I know are uninviting for the spirit. I can't stop. I can't change for the long term. So maybe this is not an example that fits you perfectly, but the idea of it is one that goes into 
all situations of our lives where we know what we believe as a church doctrinally, but then there's what we're believing about ourselves in the moment. So let's look a look at another example, um, like that woman whose whose experience I had read on social media. Um, so the one whose husband is not a member of the church. Perhaps people in that situation or what this lady was believing is, or like what what they know they believe is that God wants them to be happy here and after this life. But in the moment when thinking about their marriage and eternity, thoughts like the following are much more believable and, and loud, for lack of a better term. Exaltation is impossible for me. It's my fault. I will never know those blessings. I don't want what I'm getting, but I deserve it. God must not love me as much if I can't have those same blessings. Things will never change in my marriage. There is no proof that change is possible. There is no point in trying. So we all have times where thinking celestial comes more easily and times where it is really hard. It may even seem impossible. And that's kind of what it felt like for that one lady um, who had shared her experience. And so I want you to take a moment and think about where in my life am I not like truly personally believing the things that I believe as a member of the church? if that makes sense. The invitation to think celestial does not mean tell yourself pretty lies that you would like to believe. It's an invitation to come closer to Heavenly Father and Jesus Christ, to get to know them more, and to learn directly from them. There is no one thought that is thinking celestial, right? President Nelson didn't say, think this particular thought in every single moment. No, it's the, the idea, think celestial. Um, and in his talk, I, oh, I listened to it as I was preparing for it, but I don't have the quote right in front of me, but essentially thinking celestial is having Jesus Christ at the forefront of your thoughts. Um, so you have your own thoughts that you will discover and that work for you to be able to think celestial. And so what I want to be able to help you do is to access those thoughts. So I've said this before and I'm saying it again. Write down your thoughts that you're experiencing now. What are you believing about yourself, your situation? Write down as much as you can. You may have a mix of positive and negative thoughts on it, but if you're feeling like a really heavy, discouraging, burdensome feeling, then that's a really good indication that you're mostly believing the thoughts that are creating these feelings, right? So a, a quick little example, a lot of the time for me, these thought downloads or write-outs or journaling look a lot like things like the following. I know the Heavenly Father wants to bless his children, but I just really don't feel like I'm worthy enough or something along those lines. So I acknowledge what I know I believe doctrinally while also acknowledging what I'm believing in the moment. I have a whole episode about money coming up here where I will share a lot about that experience of doctrinally knowing one thing but believing something different for myself. Once you have written out these thoughts, you may find that simply acknowledging those beliefs or thoughts will help you move forward. But a lot of the time, there will be some really painful thoughts there that need to be felt through. You'll need to sit with and process your emotions. 
Now, I've done episodes about how to do that, but if you need help with that, come book your coaching session with me and I can help you do that. And then once you have processed heavy emotions, you have moved through the emotion. That emotion dissipates. Um, Again, how I love to think about emotions is that when we don't allow ourselves to feel an emotion, whether because we distract ourselves with something else or we just are very resistant to it, then it's kind of like water in a dam where it, when the water is dammed, it just builds and it increases in pressure. And so that's what happens to our emotions. They actually become stronger and more intense and it seems scarier when we don't sit with them and allow them to pass through. However, when we sit and process an emotion, it's like opening up the floodgates and and then we can let the emotion go. Like it can be gone. It can be dealt with. Sometimes we need to do it multiple times, but it it really is such a healthy thing to be able to sit with an emotion. And when it has dissipated, what I love is this part. It leaves room, like it's created room and space for clarity and truth. So when you are, I just want to say really quickly, when you are really stuck in a place of a belief that's not helping you and you're feeling all of these really hard things, there's not room to let something else in. That's why other people can tell you all these really good, wonderful things, but there's no change. It's because you're so filled up with these emotions that haven't been dealt with because of these beliefs that you're holding on to. So I got a little bit on a digression there, but I just think it's important. So now we've got the room for our clarity and truth. And then this is where I really love to bring in the gospel and the principles of life coaching into this one great whole. This whole process can be, and I think honestly is so incredible when it is a very prayerful meditative experience. You don't need to force a new belief on yourself. You don't need to try to convince yourself of something true. You can go to God and access truth directly from him. Your first step to thinking celestial may be asking yourself or the Lord a question and then listening for the answer. A question like, what else might be true? How does the Lord really feel about me? How could this be for my good? What if this part of my life is part of his plan for my life? Maybe one of those questions is the question you want to ask yourself, or maybe you have a different question, but you want to be in a place where you can ask a question that's looking for empowering, enlightening, truthful answers, rather than looking for answers to put yourself down or to keep yourself in in a place where you're blaming yourself. Um, however, you also want to be honest with yourself, right? I think that's Part of thinking celestial is recognizing, do you know what? I am believing and doing some things right now that aren't in alignment with my best self and I'm going to change, right? So when you've cleared the space in your mind, your heart and your body for these answers, they are able to come Like when you ask those new questions. So you've cleared that space by writing and acknowledging what you're believing, allowing the emotions to work their way through you, and then choosing to fill that space with truth. 
And for that truth, you go to the source of truth. What I love about this is that it may be through prayer, meditation, scripture reading, journaling, studying a conference talk or church magazine, your patriarchal blessing, or any combination of these things. As you make room for thinking celestial, you receive celestial guidance to know what to do. And it's always going to be one small step at a time. Perhaps you will find inspiration in imagining what your experience would look like in a celestial realm and ask yourself, what did I do to get here? That can help you find the first step, right? You can even ask yourself, what, like imagine that you're there and ask yourself, what was the first thing that I did? And I know that's looking at the action, but I said, I've told you like, but our thoughts is, is where this all starts from. And that's true. And sometimes by asking yourself the question, like what, what is the first thing that I did and imagining that we're already there, that changes our experience where instead of believing it's impossible, we're believing that it is possible. And here's a cool little thing about our brains that I didn't learn about until going through uh, this experience of becoming a life coach and life coaching. Our brains actually do not have the ability to recognize when something is imagined and when something is real. And so when you are really imagining this experience, but in a celestial realm, you're actually creating the actual feelings that that would bring just with imagining it. And so asking yourself, what's the first thing that I, that I did while imagining that you're already there, you, you are accessing that thing, that thought, that action idea from a place of belief. Think Celestial is an opportunity for you to live life with more joy and peace. Actions alone won't do it. It needs to be a firm feeling inside of you that drives all that you do. And the more you practice believing those true, inspiring celestial thoughts, the more easily and naturally those feelings of joy, joy peace, comfort, optimism uh, will come to you or whatever feeling it is that the Spirit really gives to you. So my whole purpose in my life coaching, why I feel really called to do this, is to help you live the gospel in a way that brings you joy in a really sustainable way and to bring sustainability to your life. So if you hear the term think celestial and it doesn't feel good, I can help you find out why. And I can help you get to a place where you can find the thought and thoughts that will help you think celestial. And a quick reminder, I don't know what that thought is for you. I don't know what those thoughts are for you. You have it inside of you, and you have a God who knows what it is, and he will speak to you. I'm just helping you recognize what things are blocking you, helping you to remove those and getting to that place where you can receive those answers. So I have my try-it-out session, which is one full hour of coaching, and it's only $25 Canadian. I also now have a free mini session. It's only 20 minutes long. So either one of those is a great place to start if you think that working with me might be a good fit. If you do think that it would be a good fit, you can sign up for my six-week-long coaching program. And by the end of those six weeks, I'm really confident that you will feel like a different person. You'll be well on your journey uh, because you will be living and believing your beliefs more fully, and you'll be empowered to face your challenges. 
including accessing your ability to think celestial. And this is work that I'm doing for myself constantly. And I can tell you that when you really are are digging deep and recognizing all of the places where you are twisting gospel truths, gospel principles as tools against yourself, and you make that decision to, to let those go and believe new things that are truly in alignment with the gospel, like really believing that the promises in the scriptures are true and that they're really true for you, it changes everything. And you feel so much more love. You feel so much more uh, peace. You feel the spirit in your life. You feel like you not even just feel, you do receive personal revelation and you recognize it so much more. And that's what I'm here for. I'm here just to help you recognize those areas in your life where your thoughts are, <laughs> are the thing that's keeping you back and to let those go so that you can invite truth into your heart and mind and life. So thanks so much for listening and for sharing, commenting, liking, all of the things. I'll talk to you next time. Thanks for joining me today. If you found this episode helpful or interesting in any way, I would love for you to share it with others. Rate it and leave a review. I offer one-on-one coaching for people just like you. If you want a coach who values and understands how important your faith is in dealing with your personal struggles, I would love to be your coach. You can sign up for a try-it-out session today at youarelimitless.ca. See you soon.